welcome to the first episode of Under the Influence, hey. hosted by myself, Kaya Hazel, and Vanilla. Wow. <laughs> that sounded very <laughs> sultry. That sounded like that. <laughs> Vanilla. Yeah. That well, sounded well, very sexy and sultry. <laughs> And we are joined by our first very special guest. Mm-hmm. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi guys, my name's Amina Adley. And yeah, hi. <laughs> yeah, hi. <laughs> See, I, I remember you as like, is it still your handle, Badly by Name? Badly by Name, yeah. yeah. I love that, I love that. Yeah, yeah, it come from a teacher in school, my Russian teacher, random Russian, <laughs> who learns Russian, but I did. Um, and my sister at the time, he taught Russian and French, and one of the times in like the hallway, he must have said, he must have said to my sister, he's like, oh, is that you, um, Amina's sister? Badly by name, badly by nature. So like it was just a thing that we just ran with, and then it became like my Instagram handle, and then my clothing brand, and then so yeah, just kind of. Thank you for that teacher. Yeah, Yeah. thanks, Mister. What's his name? Mister Smith. Mister Smith, Smith, big up you. Big up you, (laughs) Mister Smith. (laughs) Now I do like that name. It definitely works for like everything that you you've done and that you are doing. Mm. Yeah, it really speaks to you. Yeah. Your, name, your name is sick, though. Thank you. Yeah. I, like, you know what? Like, big up my dad, innit? Like, yeah, he, he did do, he <laughs> did that, innit? Right like, he, he did do that. Um, yeah, badly. It's just, mm. it's right all of our name. Like, fifteen. There's many badlies around the country, actually, but us, us badlies, we like the lit badlies. I mean, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've never come across anyone with that name, but I, I like mm. it. I like it. I like it. But I first came across Amina, like, when you used to do your clothing line. Yeah. Because, as you were saying earlier, with, like, the two-piece thing. Yeah, the Ganja two-piece. Yeah, Yeah, I remember, like, I was like, I want that, I want that. And I was like, yeah. I never got around to it, though, but those were bad. That makes you so happy. No, definitely. (laughs) Now, honestly, you were, like, the blueprint for a lot of outfits back in the day. Literally. Thank you so much, man. That makes you so happy. Yeah, man. Basically, that was amazing. That was an amazing time. Um, yeah, I started a brand. I used to basically, long story short, been doing fashion since I was like nine. I used to like make clothes for Barbies and things like that. Then, so I always wanted to be a fashion designer. Like my mom, um, she went, she was going to go uni to study fashion, but got pregnant with me, so she didn't. But it's just always been in me. I just always wanted to be a fashion designer from young. So when I got to year nine, I didn't have a school bag. No, my, so my year eight school bag was massive Nike one and my mom used to like, no, not my mom. Kids used to like blazing for like, it's so big it fits the kitchen sink in it. <laughs> so I was just like, F this. When I got to year nine, I swear to God, watch. So got like, you know, you get your coat and you get your uniform. And then my mom was like, uh, I was saying, so where's my bag? She was saying, oh, you're going back with that one. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. So she used to have bare fabric in the house. So I just went and made a bag. I literally just made uh, a tote bag. Mm. And it was sick. It was like uh, army fabric. It was just sick. It was made out of like thick. It looked mm. proper. So when I went back to school now, everyone's like, oh my God, that bag. Like gassing me. I thought I was it. So, um, yeah, that's when I first, like, my first reaction to making clothes. And it just made me feel so good. And then, so that was in me. And then I went to college, uni, da-da-da, went through all that. And then at 19, I was like, F this. I want to start my own company. Like, I want to quit this job. And then I was at Jack Jones, had an amazing manager called Barry. Love you, Barry, forever. (laughs) Um, He left, got a new manager. She was a bitch. And I said, you know what? F this. 
bye. I gotta go. So I quit. Started my like started making bare clothes. Like my sister would come home, and she'd be like, "Did you make that?" And I was just like, "Yeah." She was like, "You made that." I was like, "Yeah." So she started wearing my clothes to like Rococo and like wearing them to the clubs, and then I started getting more clients in. And then I was like, "Oh my god! Like I can actually do this." So I made I got like a little shop in Oasis Market. I had that shop for selling bare dresses from Sweet there. Doing, yeah, I, I didn't even know shop. that. Yeah, I had a little shop in Oasis Market. Um, yeah, and that was really good, that man. Very forward-thinking. Yeah, yeah, I tried, and then after that, um, thanks to Alex. Don't know if you know her. Um, she does like she does the vegan food, like literally just down the road. But um, oh, okay, I met her randomly in custard factory, mm. and then she liked me, and then must have mentioned me to somebody else. This is why you must live good with people, you know. I'll tell ya. It's true. Um, she's mentioned me to someone else, and then the woman's like, "Oh, we've got a space in the shop. Ask her if she wants to come into the shop." I was like, "What?" So <laughs> I had ended up getting a little space in the mailbox. Mm-hmm. So I had a store in the mailbox, okay. and from there I was just like, you know what? I think I can take this seriously now. Yeah. So I started. I just made a collection. Like I just started sketching, and the collection was sick. Like it was actually sick. And I remember reaching out to like, um, you know, Shiflika, and that I'm, mm. um, I'm not bait. Yeah. Elenia, them two sick. But back in the day, they was like sick in it like yeah. they're still sick now but back in the day they were like the first of that kind of yeah. that whole style and um she, flicked, she must had these hair buns in and i was like oh my god i want my like i want to style my flipping photo shoot off yeah. that look mm-hmm. and then um yeah so that was the first collection and then i literally put it online and it just sold out like it literally sold mm. out straight away like, i couldn't believe it like I was getting flipping buyers in China. I was getting buyers in America. I was getting buyers in Hawaii, France, like all over the world. And I just didn't, it was just mad. I think it was just very overwhelming to be fair because I I just don't think I was ready for the success of it. Mm -hmm. And then I'd done um, a fashion show in flipping, it's called Rip the Runway. It was big, like, yo, it was big. Um, Don't we still do that? Yeah, I don't even know. Like, I'm not even. I feel like the, did they not bring that back? They need to like that, but I remember. Mm. I remember you doing that. Um, so I done rip the runway, and from that, that opened up like fifteen thousand more doors. So I ended up sending clothes to Miley Cyrus. Really, I sent clothes to Little Mix. Um, I sent clothes for uh, Kimberly Wyatt from Pussycat Dolls. Wow. Um, so it was such an amazing time. I just think that I just don't think I was ready for the level of success. And then what happened was. As it goes, <laughs> I decided to get married. Who does that? <laughs> I, I got married. I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. Well, I got engaged. But anyway, I got married. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> she, yeah. So I, when I was pregnant, was like the peak of my career. So imagine, like, yeah. um, like when I say I was massive, like I don't even think I. Listen, yo, I got to like thirteen stone. So imagine, like, I'm not a big girl, but I'm, no, I mean, I'm not small, yeah. but I'm like, I'm, you know, so. Mm. When I'm pregnant now, I just, I can't move. Like, mm. it was just too much. And then I ended up getting into a lot of trouble because I had bare orders, but I couldn't fulfil it. Mm. And I was just going through, like, a lot in my own personal yeah. life. So I just couldn't handle everything that was happening. Um, but it was an amazing time. And I did that. And I was one of the first, well, I would say the first, but one of the first Instagram boutiques. Now, I... Back. 
I would say first. Especially like Listen, Ganja Print 2 pre. Yeah, you were ahead there. of your time, you know. Definitely. You were proper ahead of your time. Like, listen, you set pace for a lot of people, you know. I know. No, like, I rather know. Like, I actually, I did that. Give it, yeah, yeah, man, give yourself the credit, to. man. I have to. Now, yes. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, thank you, because I know, like, it's not a regret. I don't regret <clears throat> anything from my life, but I do know, like, that had to go like that for me yeah. to be who I am today. But, I know that I started something and it was a success and yeah. I and I built something up and I had no idea how to do it but I did it and I made a lot of money and it's an experience yeah. you know what I mean so now and and I think in terms it's not even just the experience in terms of being a creative but it's in ter- the in terms of being a businesswoman as well that's what mm-hmm. I was it yeah. was like like what the hell like I was flipping making deals like what the what do you mean making <laughs> deals on dresses like whoa yeah um but again you live and you learn and it was an amazing experience and she's coming back don't get yeah, twisted yo yo honey question. i was just about to say that was my next question as well i was like are you bringing it back a hundred million like listen we'll get into the music stuff in a bit but listen <laughs> i am at a point now where things are moving and it like everything like the cogs are turning like i built the cogs now they're turning so as soon as everything's a hundred percent level Mm-hmm. The fashion's coming back because it's it's right in me. Like mm-hmm. it's actually like I am a dressmaker at at core. Like that mm-hmm. is my trade. Like I can make clothes mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. Do you know what I mean? Like some of my best dresses I made the night of going out. Fact on the so, night. The night of ask my sister. Like you ask still make Aisha about that just seems like stress, you know. Like for yourself. <laughs> Every now and then, did you make your sister's birthday? I made my sister's too. birthday dress. I and made a, my one for Dubai. I, I didn't showing... make my birthday dress, you know. Oh, okay. I wish. Listen. Oh my god, that dress. <gasps> I wish I made it. Like I don't know how I didn't make that. Do dress. you know what dress I love you in? Do you know no. where you reposted the pictures the other day and you was the green? Tef- yeah. Yes, yes, mm. yes, honey. You <laughs> look like motherfucking <laughs> Naomi Campbell or some like seriously with them. You know, cheekbones. Oh, thanks. Oh. Stop, guys. Stop. <laughs> no, she's gorgeous. Guys. You know what it was? Like? I'm, I'm pretty... Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure it was you. How old, how old your daughter? She's six. Yes, I'm sure it was you. Did you make a bandana outfit? Oh, my God, yes. My son is the same age as your daughter, and I remember showing my mum this, and I was like, I want that. Oh <laughs> I was like, I want one of them oh, for my son. Listen, yes. that bandana track... Oh I was God. like, I want that. You know I what's sad about that? Adopt me. This is a bit deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is actually a bit of a deep one. This is a deep one. Actually, probably a bit too deep for this. This is a bit too deep. Yeah, it probably is. Um, okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But now, that day was a very iconic day for me, actually. That was the day um, a lot happened. And in the morning, we was I think I had a hospital appointment and I had this fabric in the house mm. and she was just so small and cute and like oh she was the most adorable thing and I'm a dressmaker I had a tracksuit that my friend bought me and I just copied the pattern because I didn't know how to make mm. baby clothes so I just yeah. copied the pattern of the tracksuit my friend bought me and then I just started sewing and then I put it on her and mom was like oh my god that's amazing everyone was just like it just went off yeah. on social media like it just went off and the only thing about that was the fabric though 
it could never be for babies because it was spandex so it was like mm. sliding so she just slid out my hands like she was <laughs> sliding out my hands so I thought you know what I can't kind of manufacture this but it looked cute yeah but yeah I remember oh. seeing that because I was like I remember because my mum makes clothes as well yeah. so I remember I was saying to her because I don't think you weren't you weren't selling no, them no, were no, you because I, I remember them. looking I was like if she's selling them I'm buying one like <laughs> in every color <laughs> And then, yeah, I don't, you, weren't, you weren't selling them. So yeah. I said to my mum, my mum's like, oh, yeah, I can make that. Mum, I'm still waiting for that track since <laughs> six. But anyway, mm. I looked at that and I was like, yo, yeah. that, that was banking. You were fully the blueprint for oh, fashion. I swear you, to God. Man. Oh, that Honestly. makes me so happy. That's such a nice compliment. Now, I'll be honest, I was like, it's that straight. Like, I ain't even been big-headed. But I, I know that no one was thinking of that back then. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't in anyone's heads. And then, yeah, yeah. Ahead of your time, man. <laughs> It's coming time. back though. Just yeah. don't get it twisted. I'm bringing it back. Like it's, it's coming. Back. I will listen. I will find places to go. You know, so you can make me outfits. Honestly, <laughs> nah. Literally, like I did start designing. I'm not gonna lie. Like I didn't because I haven't. Like I used to sketch. Like I'm such a good artist. I'm not even being like as a creative. I got that box in yeah. it. Like I, I am. I am a creative at core. So sketching that I used to sketch all the time, and then during lockdown, actually, when TikTok started, mm. I just started doing like a sketch on tiktok mm-hmm. i haven't uploaded it yet to be fair so i ain't gonna say that went viral but i know <laughs> i should have do you know what mm, i mean yeah. i just started sketching i was like oh my god like i forgot i can do this so <laughs> i have started designing again mm-hmm. it's coming man trust me i swear to god when you see this collection i swear like just give me about give me a year okay. i know it's a bit long but give me a no, year no, quick no, to no. do Listen, it that will go quick you know this whole year's just honey, gone, gone oh, quick ready like. for my 30th next year oh, honey birthday outfit oh i need outfits for jamaica listen because okay. you know we didn't get to go this year and it no. but it's all right we're not gonna guess next year man right big plans but mm. i want to know so how did you make the transition into music oh i reckon probably one of the hardest industries to get into. Literally. And stay literally afloat and stay relevant. How did you how did you start? Oh my god. Um okay. Ooh, long <laughs> story short. <laughs> long story short. So had Clearla. Started my cousin started working at this magazine thing mm-hmm. in town. They had an office in um, Royal Bank of Scotland. They was doing like this business thing. Mm-hmm. Met the guys there, got involved. They liked me. I liked them. It was cool. Started helping along with a few bits and bobs. During that time, Temper mm-hmm. had started, like obviously he was moving, doing his thing. Then he had did he just release a freeze i think he just released something at the time and then i had this idea the original idea for my business so the collab my original core for my business was i wanted to connect brands with influencers create content and sell it to them that's it like i wanted to be the creative director of the content that was my business model but i was working with a magazine at the time when i came up with the concept so long story short the magazine they're just you know what it's just a bit i feel like sometimes men they think they can in it mm-hmm. and with me you just can't so mm-hmm. it's just one of them ones but <laughs> the guy at the magazine basically was saying okay cool if you're doing this with us we're gonna own it but i was on my charlie slough like i wanted to have my own thing. you know how he got he's got um flipping fire in the booth mm-hmm. but with um he done it with bbc and now he's gone to um yeah, Apple. On, yeah. i wanted that kind of thing so i'm saying like no like i'm i'm gonna get used popping with this like i'm gonna bring all the celebrities in and even though i didn't even know how to but i knew you I was you gonna, gonna do it <laughs> and of course i was gonna but i just didn't know at the time but yeah mm-hmm. so i'm saying like yo 
he's saying no he wants to own it so we ended up getting to a massive like kerfuffle and then i was like f you's like i'm doing my own thing so then i applied at the same building as them that they had their <laughs> that they had their office in because they was like giving mentorship and that and i had a sick mentor mm-hmm. and i got in so i'm now in the same building as you yeah. now and then i start my own thing so i started flipping doing like i was connecting i was contacting brands so thank god oh, what is her name man she on my instagram so i want to remember her name but this amazing woman have i'm so sorry i've forgotten your name but she just gave me a chance like she worked at religion and she just wanted to do cool shit for them so um i'm by the end of this interview i'm going to remember her name because she bossed me 100 million percent mm-hmm. um she works for gymshark now she does like fitness and that but um anyway she was working at religion i came to her with this concept of i wanted to con- get your clothes i'm going to get an artist we're going to make some content so i got she was like fell into it she was like yeah okay cool we'll do it so she sent me some clothes then obviously i went college with temper known temper forever and i think probably like probably the year prior he contacted me to help him with his clothing brand something like there was a reason that we reconnected because we were friends from college but there's a reason that we reconnected and then from that we kind of just still kept on speaking whatever and then um yeah, I said, can you help me with this? He was like, yeah, cool. So he'd done it. We'd made like this little advert thing, shot by Omar Khalil, my little G. <laughs> um, sick guy. But um, he's he's filmed it. Then we've sent it over and they loved it. Mm-hmm. And it was the second top viewed video, like after like Ret Free 2 on their, che- on their page. So that kind of helped me like get more stuff. So then I was getting other brands to send clothes in and it was just building. Yeah. But at the time as well, while that was happening, Temper, like he'd... Gone on tour with Kano, like, mm. gone to the Maid Festival. We've done all these things. Time. It was such a yeah. sick period of time. <gasps> oh. <laughs> um, he'd done all these things, so he needed a manager. Now he was going on to that next step. And be- literally based off the fact I was around him. Like, yeah. there was, n- I had no qualifications for that job other than heart. Like, yeah. I would say that's the mm. only thing that I had. I didn't know no one. I didn't even know how to speak to me. I didn't know. Mm, I come from fashion, flipping, making yeah. clothes mm. on my own to flipping having to speak yeah, to all these people but everyone yeah so that was it and i met this woman called al i love al um she uh was an a and r at polydor at the time so she had basically she basically signed temper and yes yeah, me and her started to speak because everyone kept saying you used to remind me of each other you remind me of each other you do need to meet but at first i'll be honest like i didn't like her <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking who's this girl like that my head's in that kind of ignorant like space so and because everyone keeps comparing me to her as well i'm getting more annoyed like no i'm not because like and then one time i think we both kind of booked the same job for temper like she was getting in clothes from a brand that i was getting in clothes from so we kind of like bumped heads in that but um yeah and then i met her at dapsy's show and like literally the next morning i was like was on the phone to her for like two hours like we had so much in common and she really kind of like just warmed me into it even though i'm not gonna lie i went straight to the deep end 100 percent flipping drowning but <laughs> she definitely warmed me into the deep yeah. end where i was drowning so um yeah that's how that's basically how it started like literally from temper like temper he needed first. yeah he was my first client he was my first like I learned so much working with him and even about myself. I feel like during that period of time as well, like I was going through so much personally in my own life, like Kalila was like two, three, mm. you know, I'm remember I've come from the success of having a flipping clothing line that's flipping, but selling all over the world to like mm. now starting off, like 
being kind of petrified of that success again. I know it sounds weird saying now, but mm. I think that's what it was. I was just... Because I knew I could have started it again. Mm-hmm. 100%. But I just was... I think I was just scared by the trauma of not... At my peak, not being able to, to rise to it. Yeah. So I kind of just put that to the side. Like, oh, I don't want to think about that. Then because this flipping collab thing was working, mm. I was like, okay. So then, yes, yeah, like working with Tampa. And at the time, I think, uh, yes, like managing him. And it was great. Like, it was a big learning experience. Like, there was just so much going on. Mm-hmm. But now I think um, I would have handled that 10 times better. But then, obviously, I was learning. Like, yeah, I was literally yeah, learning yeah. everything from scratch. Um, but, yeah, that's how it started, basically. Okay. okay. How, do you, how do you balance being in the music industry and having a young child because I feel like I'm nowhere near in as deep as you Mm. and I find it hard you know what literally 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 my family Mm -hmm. like my mom you know what you know I don't like to do these online apologies but now you know what she's amazing like Mm -hmm. my family my sisters like I've got well 15 siblings Mm -hmm. but from our same mom, same dad, I've got four sisters, mm-hmm. three sisters, um, and me including me is four. But yeah. they are like the best. Like mm-hmm. I have, she, my daughter has the best foundation mm-hmm. ever, and I just and my brothers as well. She's just so balanced. So and and her dad as well. Like her, she's got a good dad. Like he's got a good heart, and I'm grateful in it because I know a lot of people don't get that. Mm-hmm. And I think literally foundation, like my family. Um, and as well, remember, I work with my family as well. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So Smokes is my family. Well, it's not my family like that, but he's family. So he understands it. Like everyone gets if I can't be there because I've got to do something for Kalila. Like that is what it is like. Or even if she's tagging along. You know what I mean? Or even yeah. if she's along. Like she used to come along a lot to in the beginning, like um, on temper shoots and that she'd come. Mm. Even like with Moles, like she comes, she's always there with rehearsals with Smokes. Like I always bring her um, to certain things just so she can see because she think- really thinks like I'm a superstar. Like she actually thinks like she thinks I'm that like so I have a lot of you know I've got a lot to live up to yeah um but yeah I definitely um it's literally my family like yeah. I said, yeah and working with my family as well it helps mm-hmm. so it's a lot though it's I think that's good for kids to see though that's like the best kind of score 100% you know I mean? she's and you know what it is as well like she's six but she's so articulate mm. like she's so educated she's so smart like she's an excelled six-year-old and i think again that is due to having such a mass unit mm-hmm. like i grew up with lots of siblings as you know 15 <laughs> she's not gonna have a sibling for now yeah. so she, her nurturing comes from uh not not from like not that we got nurtured from the kids but having siblings how mm-hmm. you grow yeah she's not gonna have that so she's got to have the family unit so yeah she's i'm i'm grateful man i am very grateful to them even though they get on my nerves just <laughs> them. but they are amazing so thank god guys they're Aww. amazing because <laughs> I've, I've always imagined like because any little bits that we've done or whatever it's a case of make sure we find a babysitter yeah. or uh, arrange it for this day or the child your, our kids are sick or something of that nature like I can imagine it's hard like little opportunities sometimes that I've gotten that are in like different cities and stuff like sometimes I've had to pass them off mm. because you know, your child comes first in that oh sense, God. but 
I think at the same time, sometimes you have to make, which I can imagine you've done, set sacrifices. Yeah, sacrifices it's, as well. Yeah. Because it works out for them in the long run, doesn't 100%, it? 100%. It's like, as I said, like, I, I just feel that uh, this is a bit of a deep one, but I feel like as parents, like, our responsibility, because our kids didn't ask to be born in it, like, mm. they just happened. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, they, they came into this planet. And even if things ain't always working out between both parties, I feel like when it comes to the kids, like, that's you and it. So mm. it's like, when it comes to, like, Kalila, everything I do is for her, mm-hmm. literally, because I don't want her to grow up and want for nothing. She don't want for nothing now. Yeah. The girl gets what she wants. <laughs> like, yeah. she, you know, but she's not spoiled, though. Yeah. She has standards in terms of what I will buy her, her clothes that she wears, that of and it's not it's not uh, nothing against anyone else. It's just I with my daughter, I want her to not even have the things I didn't have, but like you know, like just just have a smooth life, man. I want her to get to seventeen and have a flipping BMW car. I want her to have, you know, savings for mm-hmm. flipping uni. I want her mm-hmm. to have all the things, the foundations that I feel like if I would have had, mm-hmm. I would have been exiled times 10. So I now need to give her so that mm-hmm. she gives her kids. And we can, t- I feel like every family has a cycle. Mm-hmm. And like the life mm-hmm. you live now is the one chance to break that cycle if it's negative. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's negative. I know it's a bit Ooh. deep. I know. I know. It's true though. <laughs> it is true though. <laughs> I'm deep, guys. No, no like, that is so true. It's, it's no, it true. Is. Like, it's, it's exactly like, what. Being alive and having a kid is your one chance to change a nasty generational curse. Mm. Mm-hmm. Even uh, if it's not bad, like some, like my parents, but they very spoiled me, but they didn't teach me not a thing. Like no, the, sorry, <laughs> the sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> they did, but to, like not even to pay a bill. Exactly. Like the fact that the things that you, you don't need. just have to get a nine to five a job, even if it is a good paying job. Exactly. Not even with uni and nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, the worst thing about it, it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. It's just they mm-hmm. wasn't they trained know. to yeah, do that. They never got mm-hmm. taught they that. Just ne- it wasn't in their being to know, like, literally, like, when it comes to flipping, like, debts and flipping, mm. you know, just structural things. Again, even though my mum was living through it, because it wasn't, even, uh, don't get twisted, my mum was flipping. Like, I knew about being self-employed from my mum and my dad. My dad had his own business from when... I was like, I was a kid going, he used to have his own letting agency. So okay. I was a kid going to his letting agencies. Like I've seen business, I like I know. Helps, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I knew from a young age, I wanted my own business. Mm. So even my mom, like she always used to do stores and sell, like, she's always selling stuff. Um, she started her own like scarves business. She's always had a hustle forever. Yeah. So I knew that I had to be like that, and it. I always, I never ever wanted nine it to five. Makes it look obtainable as well. Do you know what I mean? Me at seventeen, thinking I can't start a business. You're mad. Like, have, <laughs> who? What? Her? I've yeah. never seen that happen. I remember being sixteen, started college. Yeah, I swear to God, it makes me cringe when I think the confidence I had. You know, <laughs> um, sixteen. I remember I said it to Roy. Roy, I'm not even going to say his surname, <laughs> but Roy, you know, we had this conversation in Sun Coldfield College. We're talking about like what we're gonna, how much money we're gonna have, and I was like, by the time I'm 21, I'm gonna have six million pounds. But <laughs> I remember like literally believing it. Like I swear to God, I don't know what knocked me off my flipping my tangent, but I remember believing it. So I've always had like that in me. Yeah, That's I've always a had good that. mindset to have yeah, though. Hundred percent, always had that. But I feel like now being a parent, 
when it comes to Khalil, I just have to make sure she's emotionally stable. I have to make sure she's financially stable. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure that she's she's good grounded anyway. Like she's a grounded kid. She's not bougie. She don't think she's better than people. She's very, you know, she's a good child. Pying. But yeah, yeah, she's a Pisces as well. Bless her. Oh. Just like me, <laughs> just like her mother. But um, yeah, I just think now, like for me, it's just balancing everything out. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It ain't easy. I lose a lot of sleep. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I get I'm getting back in like twelve, one, two, doing the school run at six. Well, seven. Mm-hmm. All right, eight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's not make it sound so dramatic. Well, I'm up early. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And so I know that I've got to go through it, but it's working, mm. and I'm actually getting there now. So mm-hmm. and you sacrifice. Fun. It's fun. Yeah. You know what? I s- listen, yo, Vanilla, Danielle, sorry. <laughs> I love it. I can't lie. Like, I, I love knowing that I can do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I love the confidence in myself that anything I put my head to, like, I, it's going to take long, you know? It's going to take me longer than it's going to take everyone else. I know that. Mm-hmm. So time is, like, I have to have patience. I'm going to send you the woman because I don't even flipping know her full name yet. But I've been watching this. Um, I just type in women motivational speakers. That's another thing as well. There's mm-hmm. not enough female motivational speakers. Mm-hmm. Because in the morning when I need my little boost and I'm typing in women, female. So many men. There's no. Even, you know, mm-hmm. like the YouTube oh. videos to get to sleep, like meditation. It's all men. And I'm like, I don't want to hear your. It's no, so. Any. Yeah, just close your eyes. You were yes. in, and a bit, oh my you are strong. Everything is just male dominated. Like it's terrible. Every last like even down to I know this is like really petty, but like you know Siri on your phone. I changed mine to a woman the other day. I was like, why have I got a man? Oh, you could do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got a little Irish as woman. Yeah, <laughs> Irish. Listen, oh, I love that. Um, like that whole thing. We'll get into that, but um. Yeah, so okay, we like the woman, um, the motivational speaker. Yeah, the um, motivational speaker. I've been watching that every morning, and she just talks about like basically like her old self dying, so she could become her new self because she was basically she couldn't feed her son, mm-hmm. and she couldn't get nappies for him. So she, I think she put him like in a towel or something, and she it was just a crippling moment for her. So she knew that she was never gonna feel like that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With me, it's like I know that I can't not try. Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't work. Or mm. it just, as I said, it's going to take me longer. Like, when I first started off as a manager, like, a few managers were coming up. They've flipping done their thing. Some, actually, to be fair, some have done their thing. Some ain't. But mm-hmm. I stayed in the game. Do you know what I mean? You didn't have the same issues as me. Mm-hmm. But I still stayed in the game. So that's it for me. I think it's just hard. Like, I really think it's just hard. And, like, just knowing that, like, you get one life, man. You actually can like I've seen these things happen. Like mm. I, the moments that I never thought I'd have in my life, like I have literally been flown out of this country to go mm. to another country for my artists to perform and our hotels by the sea. And to other people, that may not be a big thing. Yeah. But to me, that's like such a big thing, like waking up in the morning on a free flipping holiday because you're performing, which is yeah. your job and you're getting paid for it. Nah, that's your hotels by the flipping sea. You're waking up to the sea beating against your flipping outside your door. Mm. Like, I've had some amazing moments. I went to Atlanta, I flipping, I've traveled in this game. Like, it's been amazing. I cannot, I, it's been an amazing experience, man. I can't, um, 
Nah, there's no... There's been negatives, don't get twisted. And I feel like the negative for me is being a female, 100%. Yeah. I feel like if I was a man, 90% of the problems that I've had, I wouldn't have fact. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was my main thing. Because as well, you have to understand, like, when you come into this, a lot of the people are, like, they're all from the same kind of background. Mm-hmm. So men in general, like, obviously not my team because my team respectful but i feel like at, when i first came into it a lot of men was like who the f is this girl mm, yeah like, they mind you a yeah, lot don't they she thinks she can be a manager so to the point where like two two times now i've had like a male manager that i've bought around me mm-hmm. try finesse me out of my own flipping business like twice wow. so it's like you know and the first time was someone that like i was proper friends with like i knew him for a long time and mm-hmm. He was actually like my friend. Like be, he'd been with me through my fashion business. Like when I was doing fashion, he was around. He's always been with me, so that really hurt. Mm-hmm. So I think, but it was a great experience though, because I had to go through the uncomfortability of trust. Like I trust everyone initially. Like I, I just, why would you not? Yeah. yeah. But I think it learnt me. To, uh, learnt me. You know, it taught me <laughs> to have like a cap on how far you go with people mm-hmm. because if you let someone feel that they're entitled to you and everything you do you're gonna have a problem so i mm. think that was a great experience and then the second time around oh my god yeah i have to tell this story yeah just because <laughs> i have to tell this story so imagine me and my one of my eyes i love them to i love them dearly i will forever love them mm-hmm. but we kind of fell out normal mm-hmm. and i knew that I knew that, one, I knew it wasn't going to last, but nah, I did think it was going to last, I'll be honest. I did, but I just knew that it wasn't genuine. Like, I knew it was bare of a shit, can I swear? Yeah. Bare of yeah. a shit that was making things like that. So I thought, you know what? They're not going to be able to cope, and especially where they are right now, they're in a situation, lots going on. They're not going to be able to cope without with having their friend look after them because their friend mm. don't really know mm-hmm. the game yet. You need someone that's a bit seasoned, so... Going through the gram, I swear to God, you see God. Going through the gram, I found this geezer mm-hmm. who I thought, I've seen him around, he's following me on Instagram, he likes my picture. Like, I've seen him around, he's a manager, he's doing his thing. Let me just contact him. Mm-hmm. Contacted him now, ended up having like a two hour chat. I thought it was amazing, like it was great, whatever. Then, bearing in mind, like, I'm thinking he's like big business, like he's doing his thing. Like, the way he made himself seem was like he's popping off in the game. Mm. So, I'm just buying into it, like, yeah, mm-hmm. like you can have, I've got my client now, I'm working with him, you can take him, and just whatever, listen, whatever money comes to you, take it. Whatever it is, whatever I was meant to get, mm-hmm. you have it. Simple, clean, do your thing. This guy, oh my God, like, over the course of months, he started obviously like getting a bit of status. Obviously, he's not used to it because clearly. He can't handle it. Mm-hmm. So he got a bit of status now. Then starts, big man, you know, starts putting out like indirects on social media. So one time, imagine I'm in Dubai, enjoying my time, you know, obviously, as I said, <laughs> me and my eyes are not really speaking right now, but mm-hmm. it's never, ever, ever not love. Like it's always mm-hmm. love. But in that situation, it was like whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing these indirects from Dubai when I'm on like my holiday, enjoying time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I think I've messaged him like, like, I don't know. I know you're speaking to me, and yeah. so you need to chill the f out because I put you in that position that you're in. Right, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. You weren't no one before that. I thought you were someone, but obviously I've learned you ain't no one. So humble yourself. And he's like, no, it's not about you. You're my sister, da da, kissing my ass. Normal, fine. I said, cool, whatever. 
come back to England now. His fault, like, okay, at the time, there was, like, some paperwork that I had to, well, no, I didn't even have to, they're saying, you need to give this in, you need to give this in, but the guy thinks he can go on with me in some type of way when that's not how it works. Like, I just mm. don't understand. So I said, listen, until I speak to my art, I mean, my old artist, you ain't mm-hmm. getting jack from me, it's cussing him, whatever. Then I phone the artist, now I'm saying, listen, how are you geezer? You need to calm down. He's like, oh, what you need to know is like, oh, I don't even want to work with my man anymore. So I was <laughs> like, what? He's like, oh, I ain't even feeling my man. So I was like, all right. <laughs> so there's like, where are you? I was like, oh, um... I'm at home. So I was like, oh, can I come to yours? I said, yeah, cool. So they've come to mine. Show me their music now. Show me all their stuff. So I'm just sitting there, just like, I don't, I don't all right. Then they're like, oh, so he's like, oh, I don't want to ask. I was like, ask what? It's like, oh, I just started laughing. And I knew, obviously, come on, you want to come home. <laughs> so uh, he's like, oh, I want you to be a manager again. The next two days after that, got Tiffany Calver sorted. Mm. We do these things, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. had the geese of how many months and you didn't do nothing, but your whole main aim was to put me down. Why wasn't you focusing on him? But I think that's a masculine... That's a... Like, you see, like, little man syndrome. Mm-hmm. A lot of men yeah. have little man syndrome yes. for no reason. Especially to... Like, I'm not, like... I'm just me, you know? Like, I swear to God, I'm just me. Like, you don't have to try and put me down to put yourself up. Because mm-hmm. to me, I'm always going to think that I'm better than you anyway. That's just how my brain... Not in an ignorant way, but it's just like, I'm me, yeah? Way, yeah? Like, I don't have to be put to, like, feel some type of way about your success because I'm chasing mine. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I feel like with a lot of the men that I've encountered, it's always to put me down, to put themselves up. And it's just mm. like... If you just literally put that energy into being a buff, I promise you would have made it by now. You wouldn't be 37 still trying to hustle. <laughs> it would have 37, 38, 39. Like, you would have done it by now. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? The energy's wrong. You need to focus on the game, not mm-hmm. on someone who you want to look better than. Because you're yeah. not gonna. And that's that. That's what I think is the issue with some of these males. Mm-hmm. They do not know how to just respect a female. Mm-hmm. Just let her do her thing. Chill out. You ain't got to do with this. But yeah, we move. That's just men in general. Dude. But he's he's still of... trying his thing, so big up him. <laughs> trying. <laughs> no shade. <laughs> but um with like on the music side, with your we was gonna talk a bit about like your religion and mm-hmm. like if you've had any obstacles Yeah, like with the kind of so... artist that you've got. I know we were speaking a bit mm-hmm. earlier, but you know what it is? This is how I feel, and it and it's not no one else's story to really care about or agree with, to be fair. So I don't really care what yeah. anyone else has to say about it, but this is how I feel about it. I always feel that not even fate, but things just fall into place, and it. Mm-hmm. literally so you have to remember as i said so i started working with because i wanted to just do the collaborations i wanted to do yeah. events member so i i'd done the um collaboration with like temper and new look i'd done the collaboration with like temper and made festival couple couple things then i done the event for new look so i'd done the store opening um sick ask anyone was about in 2017 yeah that was active in the in the birmingham scene they was at that event I done a store opening. Yeah, I done a I done a store opening, and I had like Swift to perform, Temper perform, and again that was another situation that I just finessed out the bag. Like literally, 
the man was talking about they had contacted us new look had contacted us because they wanted to do an interview with temper mm-hmm. i was like interview, interview. <laughs> no like who does interviews with flipping new look no shade because <laughs> is amazing and they're an amazing company of course but yeah at the time i was thinking like it's not cool like you know mm-hmm. what i mean obviously yeah, new look's popping plans. they've got they've got clothes in that but they yeah, don't do that really thing that's not really on brand for temper mm-hmm. so i'd started speaking to the man got myself a meeting you know mm-hmm. in the meeting they're talking about yeah they got a store opening in birmingham i was like oh you got a store opening in birmingham well i got mm. plans <laughs> so i was like well i can get this person i can get this person to perform i can do this so there was like cool we'll give you the budget mm-hmm. what <laughs> honey you don't have to tell me twice <laughs> so i got like um i got swifter i got dj big ass i got oh what's his name man this is kind of bad considering i'm from oh shut down silk shut down mm. <laughs> I got um, uh, what's his name? Uh, S- yeah, Swifter, Scorps, Temper. There was a singer at the time called um, Call Me Danger. What's her name, man? Her name was oh, I forgot her name, but she was sick. I forgot her name though. Sorry. Um, but there was a couple of couple of people I got to perform, and then just bare people come, and it was just sick. Temper performed. It was amazing. Like it was just sick, and I did that. And I feel like at that point, I was going to focus more on events. Yeah. But as that happened, so that was the March going into April. Mo made clockwork, I think, in June. And I started properly managing him in November. So at the time where I was going to pivot to doing more events, because remember, I would just done a proper successful, yeah. sick event. And there was going to there was gonna let me do the Scotland store opening, but that didn't happen in the end. But after doing that sick event, I'm going to go into events now as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then Mo starts rapping and bearing in mind, you have to understand like that's my half brother. So like, it's a different kind of, we did like, well, obviously we grew up together, but you know, moving and different mm. things like wasn't always around each other. So as we got older, it was like, I just felt it was weird. Like it was just weird that he started rapping. I'm a music manager. It just, we never even had a conversation about yeah. management. Like, it literally just happened. Like, mm. it literally just happened. When he made Erd's Boy, um, I remember he messaged me and he said, I'll buy this beat. So I bought, like, the lease. And then I remember, because he says to me, he, he tries to say to me that, oh, you do like Erd's Boy. That did not happen. <laughs> I remember him sending me the name and him saying, because I, I can't remember what we was going to call it. I can't remember what that original name was, but I remember he texting me saying, oh, Erd's Boy. And I was like, Erd's Boy? <laughs> I just did I weren't sure on the name and I was thinking hmm but um, yeah he's gone filmed the video and then we was just like where are we going to put it and we ended up putting it on link up and I was like I remember saying to him I was like bro like this one trust me half a million mm. next thing I know it's like on a million and Whoa. it's just growing and it was just mad but I, I do think part of my reason for staying in management was Mo yeah. because at the time where I should have pivoted to events it was just like yo your brother like it, it was just too yeah. weird to mm. not do it so like because, you can watch somebody else manage you yeah that, it, no and, you're not doing that right and, yeah, yeah and i think no. as well it was just the comfortability yeah like i think there's always just a level of comfortability there when it's like family do you know what i mean so um but yeah why i talk about the fate situation because i feel like his life would have went a different place and my life would have went a different place mm-hmm. if that didn't happen where he was heading and what we, he was doing at them ages, I feel like music fixed 
the 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 yeah put him on the, the right levels path, that he yeah. was going to and it gave him a a therapeutic kind of i know that sounds so corny but that's what music is to most of these yeah. artists that's why they do it they talk about stuff that yeah, they're going through so and because he was so articulate with it and so good and it's like he's going through so much it's just like this is actually like i actually believe in mm. it like this is actually real like it's got you know very I mean? like you hear that voice and you know mm. straight away like i can hear his voice in my head right yeah. now yeah like, I think he, you know what, like for me as well. Um, sorry, I'm gonna answer, uh, come it's back okay. to the question, but you know, we're going from tangent. I feel like with Mo, he's very honest, and I feel like when he, like, when he done his Tiffany Calva, like, you know, when, like, I actually, I know this like, again sounds so corny, but I actually like shed a tear, mm. like, because I knew he was back. Like, I just knew, like, I remember we'd not worked together for like, we'd start speaking for like a wad of time. Mm-hmm. Um and as soon as I started managing him again, like yo, Tiffany Calva pattern that sorted it out. So it was like, all right, I feel comfortable now. Like, yeah. I, I, yo, we got this. Like, he's level headed. He's we're we in. Um, but yeah. So for me, in terms of like becoming a music manager and probably staying in it, was I just felt like it was so natural. Like it was just a natural because me music manager are you mad like huh like i never like that was not in my books and mm. plans but it just kind of fell into each other so that happened and then um when remember as well i had done fashion before that so when i was making the clothes everyone had something to say about that as yeah. well so i've always been like oh, yeah, the, yeah. you know what i mean making, like, like two pieces you know what i mean, leaves on you know what I mean? so I it was that. always like someone's always got something to say about yeah, me and i feel like yeah. because as well like the don't get twisted. I come from an amazing set of people, amazing community. I love like them too, the dearest. They are mo- the most beautiful people. But I just feel like growing up, I never wanted to be in a box. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like I remember like being like nine, ten, and I'd say to my auntie like, "Oh, when I'm old, I want to be a poet." And she was like, "No, you're gonna be a wife." Wow, mm. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, being, oh, being a woman, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and it was just like I feel like you see because my mom had, even though she was prop, like my mom is proper in the religion, like she's amazing, like she's a amazing example of a Muslim woman. I cannot give her any more praise, um, but because she was so proper. But I'd seen the hardships that proper kind of gave her. Mm-hmm. I think like we all grew up kind of rebellious to a degree, mm-hmm. and I, I just never wanted to be a stereotype. So I never wanted to be like, like obviously I wanted to get married and things like. That, but I just wanted to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to have my own business, and I just like you know nice what I mean. Between the and two. I just never thought there was nothing wrong with it. Mm. So when I got older, I think only now that I'm getting success. Like, only now that I'm getting success is everyone piping up. Not even yeah. everyone, a few people just having something to say. And it's always, like, it's so upsetting because it's just, like, why? Like, why are you so mad? Like, I don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just doing me, any. Like, I'm literally just doing me. I have no care for you. I don't care what you're doing. I don't watch you. But you just want to know everything about me. And it's just... That part of it's annoying. But, again, you have to... For success, like, when you're growing to a certain level... You got it comes with these things. Like, did you think he was gonna be I say this to Mold, I like I say it to Mold, to Smugsy, to flipping A. 
all the time did you think you was going to go and flipping go for your dreams and things was going to be easy yeah. like did you think this was going to be an easy roller coaster? Yeah. if you went yeah. and done a flipping yeah, nine did. to five <laughs> like if you went and done a normal job and wanted to live at a normal level that's there's not even nof- easy that's not even easy that's, and that comes uh, with its ups and downs but it's like yeah did you think you was going to go and do something that's not normal yeah and and life was just going to float by and be easy it's not it come like success comes with a lot and i just feel like especially being a woman not to like woe to me but it comes with even more no no definitely because it's just not the norm yeah Mm -hmm. you know so you just have to keep pushing but um yeah in terms of religion i feel that that's like it's my path and it's what i choose to do and it's not no one else's business i wanna like this going into music management was a pivot for me to go into other things so now I'm kind of obviously I still do that, but I've moved on to like film now. So I'm working on like production and I'm working on like getting shows and building shows. And that's like, I'm so excited. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I'm so excited about that side of it. So I don't really, I really don't care. Like, I really don't care what people have to say. I just do me and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a lot of input with like Mowgli's, well, Mowgli's videos and. Yeah, it just depends. Like, it's. You know what? It's been a different experience with every single artist. It's like, example, like Smugsy now. That was my first artist that it was like, don't get twisted. He, talent-wise and everything, is 100 million percent him. But in terms of direction, mm. it was 100 percent me. In terms of like, no. He's always had an input. He will always have an input. It was just in terms of the, like when we got the injunction, basically got injunction to stop him from doing music. Um, well, at, they was kind of talking about it for a while. They kept on trying to, like, serve him. So while they was trying to serve him, he hadn't officially had the injunction, But so we started making some music and we filmed a song. And I was like, listen, to, in order to show this, like, we're going to have to be smart about how we do it. So Abo on me was me. Like, mm. I was like, the direction of it, I went to read the title. I was like, yo, I want it like this. He's done it, like, proper, like, cool and quirky, but still in a drill way. Yeah. Um, so we done that video. Then we started filming like different class and every song I'd always have an idea. So um, we've working with um, Smugsy has been very hands on, and it's been amazing. Like I work with like the whole deal itself. Like the so I obviously Mo was signed to since ninety three. Smugsy was wasn't signed at the time. Everyone was trying to sign him. I was thinking I'm not going through all that situation again. So yo, I need to find a situation that I'm going to be happy with. So I literally DM'd Kenny, like DM Kenny All-Star. I was like, do you do record deals? He was like, how did you know? I was like, oh, like energies, like yeah. that was just an energy thing. And then his manager was a guy who I'd met called Chris, uh, Chris Alves, who I'd met him like years before and I was managing Temper in some club in town. And he's like, man, you're going to be rich one day. He said something <laughs> drunk, like one of them yeah. kind of statements. And it just stuck with me. So then when I realised that he was his manager and all that, I was like, yo, like, so then we ended up doing a partnership. And that was my first partnership deal. So even that, like, I just decided that I didn't want to be in that situation. I'm going to find another one, found it and Mm. did it. And it worked out. So yeah, with Smugs, it was very hands-on. With Mo, it's been very different because sometimes, like, with certain ideas, it's like me or I push for something, but with certain things, it's him. Um, But most, I'd say most in terms of creatively, Mo, defo Mo, um... But sometimes we get like a, a, you know, creative director in that will come. Like with the, um, who cares? He's seen a video and he's like, oh, I want my video like this. Mm. So I found the guy who would do his video like that. So some a lot of the time it's like that. Mm-hmm. 
they'll have an idea and I'll just find the person that can do that best. But um and then with A class now, he's um he's different because he's very creative. Yeah. Very creative on a next kind of tangent. So he is very hands on with that. I probably just guide it. Mm. It's just different with each one, but um for me personally I love all all levels that I play at, but I do the creative side of things is like yeah. where I get happy. That's why I'm going into f- production, man. Yeah. I'm telling, like, yo, listen, guys, I'm working on, I'm working on a series. Yeah, I have to whisper this because <laughs> get me emotional. I'm working on something that, when it lands, it's gonna be game changing, man. And I can, I'm gonna gas it up because it's gonna happen. Manifestation, they say. Yeah. But when it lands, no one's done nothing like this before. Fact. So I am in the creative ambiance right now creative mm-hmm. energies so yeah i'm i'm gassed i can't wait do you can't wait. do you feel like the whole thing with the pandemic has set you back or do you feel like it's made you more motivated listen to this yeah i'm gonna tell you about the last <laughs> six months yeah so i went to dubai obviously we're hearing about this pandemic thing but who thought it was going to do that. Mm-hmm. So I've gone to Dubai now, living my best life, had my birthday over there. I'm on 10. Was that this year? That was this year. Jesus Christ. That was this just this... dragged, you know. Oh the blue God. dress <laughs> was March. I can't believe that was this year. March? March yeah. was the blue dress. Guys. Imagine. So coming from Dubai now, living my best life. Then in England, you just like lose your toilet roll or something. <laughs> like that. Something happened with the toilet paper and I swear to God, that's when like I went into panic mode. Like my body just like, I was pan- I was thinking, yeah. oh my God, the world's over. Like, it felt like, like it, you know. I thought I was in a Netflix series. Like, it was this is some real life Black Mirror, I swear to God. And so like on the plane back, so me and my brother now on the plane back from Dubai, on our plane now, they put every flipping body on our plane. So wow. our plane is just full, to, packed to the brim. It was not meant to be that because other flights were getting cancelled. So I'm come, I'll am i be honest, I come back to England thinking, yo, i got two weeks. And I'm like, I'm thinking, <laughs> I've got corona from being on that plane. And I, all these things in my head, you was hearing all these things, and it proper messed me up. Mm. I would never do that again. That's one thing. I would never buy into propaganda ever again because I thought the world was ending. Mm. So um, <laughs> coming from that mindset, like coming from that peak of being in Dubai, like when I get back to England, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I d- had everything planned in my head. Got back here. And then we went into lockdown and I was thinking, nah, like, what is going on? So you know what lockdown did? It gave me a lot of time to spend with my daughter. Mm. And it realigned my wants. I know, again, it sounds very clicky, yeah. <laughs> but it sounds like a mob, but it really did. It realigned what I actually want. Mm-hmm. I feel like in lockdown, when everything was kind of, ta- like, normality was taken mm. away. It's crazy. It's like... I want a new normal now. I want my yeah. own normal. I want to have these things. I want to do this. I want to build this. I want to spend time with my child. And yeah, I got to spend a lot of time with her. So I think it just gave me that extra kind of boost. Mm-hmm. So then when we come out, like, even oh, actually, I don't want to say this in case we get arrested. But like, <laughs> during lockdown, I'm sure everyone was still doing something. Yeah. Oh yeah, of obviously I wasn't because I'm legal. <laughs> but I'm sure we were still doing stuff. Um, so I, um, yes, I was still like doing bits and bobs, and then yeah, you were allowed to work. Yeah, yeah, you were allowed yeah, to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't course. work from home. Yep, of mm-hmm. course. Yep, I was like, I wasn't with more than six people. No, 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 no six yep. people only. Mass. Yep, had mass on from early. <laughs> None of that. Um, but yeah, I think that's what lockdown did. Lockdown mm. gave me alignment, and it just 
it made me kind of I feel like I'm our own worst enemy, ain't it? Like I think we all are our own worst enemies. Mm-hmm. But lockdown kind of allowed me to kind of really like look at my own self and like I mean like, the bullshit that you do that stops you from getting to where you need to get. Yeah. This is it, you twat. <laughs> so you need to flip in, stop doing X, Y, and Z, and fix up and you know just. I know that I'm not good at everything, but before from the the anxiety of asking because remember again I've, the two people that I've worked with flipping tried to flipping snake me so. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to work with anybody else. And I feel like opening myself back up to kind of meet, allow people to come into my business and work with and network with and things like that really help, especially in Brum, because we don't have a lot. And as I said, I feel like with men, insecure men, they can't mm-hmm. take when a woman is in a situation that they'll never be in. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, but that's that's how I feel. So um, right it was very hard for me to open the doors back up to people. But now that I have, of mm-hmm. kind of like delegating and it's it's still difficult mm-hmm. but it's easier kind of like balancing things so um again i forgot on a tangent of where we was what i was talking about lockdown lockdown yeah. but yeah lockdown helped me realign my mm-hmm. focus yeah i would say that brilliant. i think it made everybody think like stability before lockdown is not how you find, like think of a job and things like that. No, because I've got a job and I ain't Do you know what I mean? right now. I'm still on furlough. It's and just, oh, it's, it's just horror. And I, and I think as well, you see what it is like. There's 24 hours in a day. Like we, I know. Again, I swear to God, I really hate to be all like clicky, clicky and poetic, but we can actually do anything we want to do. Mm-hmm. Like we can actually achieve anything we want to achieve all mm-hmm. we have to do is actually just do it do. Mm-hmm. yeah how mad do. is that yeah like it's true it's, it's so crazy simple. Guys. It's, gotta do. you have an idea you want to open a shop you want to open a flipping bike shop whatever yeah. mm-hmm. you want to do you can do you mm-hmm. just have to do it and not care about what people have to say mm-hmm. and i feel that i spent a lot of time now i'm so anti like i don't give a f i don't care what people have to say i'm so like rebellious with it and i mm-hmm. It excites me to be rebellious of it because I just I really don't care. So how much I don't care is like a challenge to me. So I'm gonna not care like ten, or I'm gonna care about a two today. Like how much am I not gonna care? That's what I do to myself now. So I just like sometimes I think I say things or I want to do things, and I, sometimes people in the room ain't their brain ain't charged enough to understand that it's okay to want to have everything in the world and want to do mm. things and live and because what is the point? of living mm-hmm. if you're not living like mm-hmm. what is the point and i swear i really hate to sound like mother trees and all these clicky, clicky people but that's where my brain's at right now like i'm really like at that just you can just do what you want to do you can have what you want to have you just have to work hard. and especially being a woman trust me i again i've never been a man but i do think things are a lot easier mm-hmm. being a man yeah of course and i think that that the ease the ease of being a man is not recognised enough when it comes to women working in a male-dominated industry. Mm-hmm. But I say that, you know, I, I say that, but I feel like the people in it respect it. So, like, like Christian and Dwayne, like, I swear to you, them two, Christian, Dwayne, Al, who else? Well, we're just talking about men right now. Christian, Dwayne, even, like, Ricky, like, there's a few men in this industry who have literally, like, helped me so much and really like just been good supportive yeah 
just not pricks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's so much pricks. It's mm-hmm. unreal. But yeah. the, the few that ain't are diamonds. And I feel like they will be the next... I hate to use the word king because it sounds so like dramatic. So next big bosses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have to be because their energy around them, that kind of energy people follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're a prick, it, there's there's a level, there's a, there's a boundary you're going to get yeah. to. When you're you a good, pl- you know what I mean? You can only um, hide it so much and people are only going to buy into it for so long until they realise you're actually a piece no, of shit. No. Do you know what I mean? So ain't gonna off on a tangent that. again, but yeah, we move. Yeah. Big up Christian and Dwayne. <laughs> Love y'all always. Good men. Good, great ain't people, got man. Egos. Nah, 100%. And you know what, as well? I feel like they was the first people to just listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we can do that. And yeah. So once they started listening, and not when they started, they was listening from the jump, but actually, like, was actually doing things that I'd said that were t- coming to fruition and working out. I'm like, oh my God, like, what I say actually, like, yo, it happens. Like, it happens. <laughs> and so that, bit of, that bit of confidence, like, that kind of, especially again, when you've been in a male dominated industry, that everyone's like, no, we, this might, my way, my way, my way. And to be listened to and it actually work, saying, you know what, F use, not use, but you know, <laughs> like, yo, I know what I'm talking about, you know. So mm-hmm. that, that's been really good for me, like, getting to work with them, like, because they really have, like, they will be imprinted in my career forever. <laughs> So those those men that you've just named are they Birmingham based or nah, are they? London? They're they're from London, so they um, manage like Kenny Allstar, Neo MB, um, Sean the Engineer. Mm-hmm. Like they've got a good good roster, and they're just sick guys. Like they are just bosses, and I feel like as I said, like there's two different. There's no okay, they're leaders. There's mm-hmm. two. There's bosses and there's leaders. They are leaders, mm-hmm. but with the boss side as well, Boxstar. Yeah, a lot of people are just bosses mm-hmm. and they don't know how to lead and they don't know how to grow up the next like I'm under them I will grow from being around them I grow from being around all the people I'm around but them like, like they really do not even mentor me but just help like yo I've got this idea and I think I should do this or can you help me with da 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 they'll just do it do you mm-hmm. know what I mean because and as, as I said like as I grow my career there'll be things that they need that well there's been things that they like I can offer to them and mm-hmm. vice versa but They've just really, like, just been great, man. And I, I really do thank them for, like, guiding me and just just not being pricks. Do you know how great it is to just not be around dickheads? Yeah. It's yeah. so great. No, it's great. <sighs> Tell me where I can go to. <laughs> Find them. You know, but, yeah. Do you ever feel that, obviously, you've accomplished a hell of a lot so far being Birmingham-based, but do you feel that the next step to everything that you want to build would need you to be in, in London. London. Mm. No. Yay! I'm so glad that you said no. that because I feel like, <laughs> I felt like up until this point that everything that I needed to do is not going to happen unless I move. And I don't want to. I'll be no, real. Listen, I don't want to. Listen, I want to make everything here. Listen, <laughs> Birmingham, yeah. As I said, we've got a long... Birmingham, this is my honest opinion. I feel like Birmingham doesn't move because of the people. Mm-hmm. The people that mm-hmm. have the power. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to do with Birmingham mm-hmm. oh it's just a shit city it's just because yeah, no. if everyone if the cogs all start to align mm-hmm. everything's just going to rotate yeah do you know what I mean if everyone just plays their position and like helps out and oh duh, 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 I'm going to oh yes let, let's work on this together let's do this together let's build duh, duh, duh. we can actually move but I feel mm-hmm. like because everyone wants to be the guy mm-hmm. it's just not working out that's mm-hmm. how I generally feel and you see, because I'm so anti that, like, I will work with anyone. As long as you're not trying to be a pagan mm-hmm. or trying to flipping take the piss out of me or whatever, 
Mm-hmm. We can work. If we are trying, we have the same goal and we want to move and we want to build, we can work together. But I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of people just want to be dickheads. Mm-hmm. So that's my honest opinion. I swear, like, I get in trouble about it all the time. Like, I'm always, like, the vocal one. Oh, mean it starts again. But <laughs> I feel like someone has to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'll be honest, I don't, like, you see, listen. You see, because, like, I built this, not even built this myself, but there was no one else in Brum shouting me out or building me up. No mm-hmm. one from Brum was like, oh, Mina, no one was doing that. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Other than I'd say probably Muna, but obviously not in that level though, because obviously she's at, the, in that, at that time, she's not a manager. So mm-hmm. really in terms of infrastructure at the time, no one was really like mm-hmm. saying anything about me. And then, um, so I built myself up myself. Mm-hmm. I've made my own friends. I networked my own self. No one kind of put me on in this. So I don't, I don't fear no one from here. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'll say whatever I want to say because I don't care that, like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? So I feel like, not not that that makes me different from other people in Brum. It just makes me more vocal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because what are you going to do? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you, you talk to you about me anyway. So me calling you out and I don't yeah. care. Do you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't really, um, I think, yeah, I feel like Birmingham just needs to do better. Mm-hmm. And I'm part of the problem as well. So I'm not going to act like I'm not, you know, part of the problem. I think we all are. I mm-hmm. think we all need to do better um, and understand that Brum, is, there's a lot coming here. There's a, so much trade coming to the city. So if if everyone's smart, right now is when they'll be trying to build the studios up, mm-hmm. the music studios, mm-hmm. the creative, you know, buildings, the creative it's side. Studios. You know what I mean? Like, th- that would be smart. Like, yeah. if you've got money and you're, you want to be around and space, no space event space, anything, like... you know, networking spaces, all these things, even though Corona's going to come and F it up for a bit. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? I just think there's a lot of business opportunity in Birmingham that if people just put their heads together mm-hmm. could really clean and clean up and do amazingly well. Mm-hmm. I don't think we, we need now, to move to London. They yeah. have empty buildings and factories around. and things yeah. just around Digba. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But, and it's um, very creative. Exactly. It's just a creative space. But I f- yeah, I don't feel that I need to move to London. There's enough talent in the Midlands to not have to go over there. Mm-hmm. Also as well, London's about to be what? 45 minutes away once this train comes yeah. and right now it's an hour and 25 mm-hmm. so it's not that big of a deal yeah, I've no. got friends that live in London I've got places to stay in London when mm-hmm. I'm down there so I don't I think, need to move there don't to... you think that's the problem sometimes like even though we have got talent and everything up here we always end up still having to go down there for something because that is where it's at yeah, you know, that's, that's where I mean. it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's like we don't have an Atlanta yet like mm-hmm. there's, there's, we have a New York, which is London, mm-hmm. but we don't have Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Manchester's building up to be that, though. I'll be honest. Like mm-hmm. Manchester's, like they're coming way mm-hmm. faster than yeah. Brum. But again, yeah. you have to understand that Manchester, and it's actually Desper that said this, and I thought, yeah, that's actually a sick point. Manchester has infrastructure already. Like they've got their own flipping TV show, they've got their big radio station. Like they've got a lot going up in there anyway. Mm-hmm. So that is always going to be seen as. Mm. Bigger than Brum because they've got so much there. We don't really have. We ain't got a TV show. Mm-hmm. What radio station? Oh, we have a few, but not like yeah. Obviously, big them up. But do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, we. I think by default, Birmingham doesn't get to where it needs to get to. But mm-hmm. yeah, we're on the way because the collab at my company. What we do, we just work with Midlands-based artists. Hey, so we got the collab. You know, that's what we do, and Midlands-based talent. So. 
you around. I'm not actually taking on anyone at the moment, but you know, soon. Who knows? <laughs> See, I, d- I like that you don't feel like we have to, like you have to move because anytime like I've spoken to anyone about any ideas and they're like, oh, don't even bother doing it in Birmingham because Birmingham people don't support, Birmingham's this, Birmingham's that. And I'm like, well, if people actually supported each other and work together without, mm. you know, letting stupidness get in the way, then we could have something here. I, like, I don't want to have to move. Uh, nah, you don't have to move, man. You don't have to move. I think you just have to be patient and you have to be, you have to want to be a game changer. Because no mm-hmm. one's going to change it if Mm-mm. you don't change it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just going to stay. I went to, um, I went to like an event. As I said, you know, I'm always vocal. Like, mm-hmm. I hate being that person, but someone has to say something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, someone what has the to hell? <laughs> so I've gone to some event like a few years back and um, it was, oh, who was it with? I just remember, uh, what's his face? Lethal B's manager was there, Nadia. Yeah. Um, and she was doing like a presentation and my ignorance was like, why is no one from Birmingham here? Why is there no one from Birmingham on the panel? Because the company that done it was from Birmingham. So I'm thinking like, okay. do you know what I mean? But she said like, oh, I was like, oh, so why is there like, why is this no one from Brom? And she was like, why don't you just start your own? Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, why don't you, if you instead of complaining mm-hmm. about what somebody else isn't doing, start your own flipping thing. Mm-hmm. Simple. So I think, that comes from it as well. Also, back to what you were saying about Birmingham people don't support. If the people are there, I've done a New Look event. Again, not that everyone was there for me. There was mm-hmm. there for Temper. There was there for Swifter. There was there for Scorps. There was there for the artists that was there. Mm-hmm. But they came out. Yeah. Yeah. So things can be done. Like, mm-hmm. someone just needs to do it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. taking the initiative and doing it. And as I said, if, if my head right now was on events, that's what I'd be doing. But mm-hmm. it's not. It will be. But right now it's not. Um, but a lot more needs to happen Birmingham-centric. And that's what I'm working on. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. I promise you, like, why? Give me six months. I'm working on this next one. This mm-hmm. one's going to be sick, man. Like, I'm, I'm so gassed. But um, that's going to be, I feel like, a game changer for bro. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to be a game. I hope so. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> but now, nah, I feel like we just need to, like, everyone just needs to execute the plans that they do have. Mm. Like, even, like, me and Vanilla were talking before and there's there's a lot of things that we've both wanted to do but we never spoke about to each other. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, you're, like, you're interested in that. Why don't we do that? Collab? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know something, why not? Like, She's where these podcasts came literally, from. Literally. You know what, as I said, like, it's like, when you have someone who's like-minded in your circle, because there's going to be times when you're, it's long, oh, I can't bother. There's going to be times when you're like, oh, I can't bother. If you've got someone you can bounce off and that that can draw that energy from you to get things going, even if you're tired and it's long, Uh use it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you two have got a great opportunity. Use it. Utilize Uh each other. Do you know what I mean? Go as big as you can. Like, build it. Like, this Uh doesn't have to just be a thing like oh yeah let's just chill out and talk yeah. and then, you know mm-hmm. this actually could have a flipping logo and you just can go so far you just have mm-hmm. to go so far yeah. like yeah. The, the i know again it sounds so corny but when they say that saying winners just win mm-hmm. you just do it yeah. yeah there's no rule book or no gut like you just do it mm-hmm. so just do it yeah promises guys i think that's i feel like we definitely need to do that like i'm a person as i say like earlier i procrastinate ahead of a lot there's been a lot of times like you've had to make it cut the backside and I'm like, oh, I, just, I feel like I can't be bothered. Mm. And she's like, no, we're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to do we're it. We're going to do this. Yeah. Like, it is nice to have someone to bounce off because like before, like I've only known her like a year, mm. just over a year. But Literally. like before that, 
I didn't really have anyone in my circle that was interested in the same sort of things. Mm. So sometimes it was hard to do certain things or I didn't feel like maybe... Like, you know when your friends are like, oh, you're doing something, like, kind of look at it, but they're not, like... On it. They're not on it because it's, like, it's they're not... It's like a bit in- of fun. Yeah, yeah like, they're not interested. Yeah, no, they don't get it, but it's nice to have someone that is, like-minded. I've, I've lost friends like that. I've mm-hmm. lost friends like that. Like, I feel that, as I said, I've always been the one in my group that was going to be self-employed. I've always been the one in the group that was, like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this. And I feel like, like, some of my friends got it. So, like, I've got a friend called Diane and... To, like literally till death deals part I love her so much because she has always supported me mm-hmm. and you know like when I win anything in life she will be there like mm-hmm. she is anything I want to do yeah I mean you can do it like she's always been that person mm-hmm. so I've been lucky to have like some friends like that mm-hmm. other friends would just oh yeah give me a dress oh, like, do you know what I mean mm-hmm. just not support like I've got friends that have never bought a dress off me but won't mm. bear my dresses and again I know that's probably not a big thing to some people but to me it's like but then you'll go and pay 500 yeah. pounds if you can mm. get your hair done from this girl but no nah, I think that's pay. a big thing Do you that's know what a big I mean? thing like, like you should support, support yeah even my sister when my sister used to get dresses off me like we'd do swaps like mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like it, it would be because I'm showing that I can do something so why mm-hmm. is it like when you're taking and wearing it it's like as if nothing happened yeah it wasn't a big moment so I definitely have lost friends from who just don't get the self-employed life or just don't get like supporting your friends. Like mm-hmm. I don't understand why it's so hard to do that. My, as I said, everyone that I've known, everyone around me comes from something we've always tried to build. So you support your people's stuff. My sister started a cake business. Yo, sis, you want me to send it to this person? You want me to do that? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I think someone put up a post over there about photographers or whatever. Yo, you want me to pattern you? You just do these things, like, you help your friends. But mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes, you know, you you have to be, a like, distance yourself from certain people. And if people don't get your kind of path and what you're on, and it's always a problem to them, mm-hmm. keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Because, as I said, you get one life, man. Like, this ain't a joke. So, yeah. you know, yeah, friends that ain't with the plans. And there's also, as well, sometimes people just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, you can still be my friend. They're not but always hating. They're yeah, it's just, not yeah. even hating. Don't it's just they don't, just don't mm-hmm. get it. Sometimes it's hate, but sometimes they just generally, their brain ain't wired like that. Yeah. Their brain is wired in a certain way. And you don't even take it offensively. You just don't it, yeah. You just don't bring them into certain situations or certain settings. Mm-hmm. That's, that's you know, another way of, of dealing with it. But um, it's always good to find like-minded people, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been blessed in... And if I can't find the person myself, or if we're not, like, I'm seeing them all the time. Like, I can watch them or... You know what I mean? I'm just... They inspire me, man. I, ha- mm. I have a lot of inspiration. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. That's you manage good. to get that. It's hard sometimes. Yeah. Definitely. That is good. So, time has gone quick. So, we are, we are running out of time, but... I feel like we've got the best person as our first guest. Like, <laughs> I feel like this was such a good conversation. I don't even feel like I've asked a question. I just... <laughs> It's just chatting like episode for us. Thank you. I know. Thanks, guys. Like I feel like I've I've learned a lot today. I feel very motivated. Thank you. You know what? Listen, as I said, I feel that if you can't find something, you have to become that. I can't find a lot of motivational stuff, but Mm -hmm. I'm so like such a motivational person. So it's Mm -hmm. like to me, just if you can't find it, be any like yo. If y'all need to phone me, phone me. Probably not in the mornings, right? Probably not in the mornings. Just wait till about twelve. If you need a quick word, a quick boost of motivation, I love it. And another one that I wanted to just quickly drop in. So I'm working on. When's this gonna come out? Actually, 
Uh, probably next week-ish, once I edit. <laughs> All right, so I'm working on another show. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell the name of it yet because mm-hmm. it's, in, it's in development, but mm-hmm. it's basically like a therapy session. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's like a conversation. I can't say no more, man, because I don't want no one to copy yeah. up my yeah. idea from yeah. now. But it's, it's just to keep an eye out. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's going to be very therapeutic. I've been on like a very like not even spiritual journey. That sounds so corny, but just like a therapy, like mm-hmm. knowing yourself and just cleaning your bullshit, man, and just mm-hmm. fixing what you need to fix and fearing God and like always having God in my heart you know mm-hmm. what i mean always knowing that like there's a reason why i'm doing this and mm-hmm. stuff like that but i've been on that path and i swear it's been working out for me so mm-hmm. yo better get on them islamic books guys all right sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man i'm excited to, to see me. yeah honey nah, i need proper. that sometimes man but nah. before we we wrap up tell everyone where they can find you and the collab your so, artist plug everything that you need to plug yeah so you can find me at the collab no Mm-mm. No, you can't find me there. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Badly by Name. My page is private because I have a bit of a weirdo trying to follow me. So just DM me and say you found me from here, <laughs> and you can get into the circle. Um, yeah, Instagram Badly by Name. My business uh, Instagram is the collab. So the K O, it should be dash, but you can't do that on Instagram. So it's the <laughs> underscore lab. Mm-hmm. Um, and my artist um, Smugsy A Smugs. A class got some big things coming this year and next year we're just moving man smogs is home soon cannot wait we've got some bangers i'm so excited um and then Bootersville, my comedy skit it's gonna take over the game so just putting that out there as well and then um yeah working on my my other little side hustle as well and then back with the dresses soon guys don't worry for your next birthday when's your birthday next june the 30th next Next year year. Mm -hmm. by time your birthday june the 30th there's going to be what's that sign here cancer i love cancer (laughs) my best star sign but um emotional wreck (laughs) but by time your birthday is yeah uh, the dresses will be back in action well come in Thank you, man. Well, yeah. Yeah. That is the end of our mm-hmm. first episode. I would also plug the socials for this, but we haven't made them yet. So uh, we'll have them <laughs> early when stages, it's out. Don't worry. Yeah, out. check any description box profile and mm-hmm. that you find us from, and it will be there. But um, yeah, that was the first episode of Under the Influence. What are you? Obviously. <laughs> 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 And uh, yeah, we'll be back soon. See you next time. See you next time.